I-V-M Welcome to Absolutely Right. I am your host Aditi Surana. Today's topic is the need of the hour. We cannot deny it, ignore it or even push it under the carpet anymore. It's high time that we address this issue. So my friend, let's talk about depression. Depression is the leading cause of dysfunctionality in the world. According to a 2017 study done by WHO, World Health Organization, 264 million adults around the globe suffer from depression. And I believe in 2020 that number has gone off the charts. But for some reason we do not talk about it. We do not give it the kind of attention we should. I have seen people using the term depression casually. They say things like such a depressing day yaar or the meeting was so depressing but when actual depression shows up they do not accept it they deny it dismiss it or even ignore it in today's episode let's talk about depression and actually destigmatize it by understanding it let's discuss what is depression it's nine symptoms the handwriting trait that depicts depression and 10 things you can do to recover from it If you are new here then let me fill you in. Our Friday episodes are designed around topics that I teach as a high performance coach. Like any other coaching session I create a worksheet or what we call Friday fun sheet with every episode. A PDF document that you can download from my website aditisurana.com/podcast. Make notes, write personal experiences, scribble, doodle. You'll be surprised to see how this small additional step of using a fun sheet will help you internalize all these lessons and hacks a lot more depression is a mental as well as physical illness there is a major difference between having depression and feeling depressed we all feel sad depressed low from time to time having a bad day losing a job poor grades breakup pms or even sickness there are so many reasons why we feel sad or low however these emotions change when the situations improve when your grades become better when you recover from your illness you begin to feel better and you lighten up but that is not the case when you're feeling clinically depressed the symptoms last more than 2 weeks and are consistent almost every day so let's look at nine things you can do to investigate your depression further first low mood in major depression you are ought to feel depressed most of the day nearly every day A person with a depressed mood may report feeling sad, empty, or may cry frequently. Having a constant low mood is one of the two core symptoms of depression. Two, decreased interest. This is a second core symptom of depression. People show remarkable disinterest in things that they otherwise enjoyed. This can be in all daily activities or favorite hobbies, sports, or even sex. Third. changes in appetite people undergo tremendous amount of weight change some people overeat and others lose their appetite completely point number 4 sleep disturbances depression changes your sleep cycle like nothing else you may struggle in falling asleep staying asleep or may feel sleepy whole day in spite of a full night's sleep five psychomotor agitation or retardation Agitation, restlessness or lethargy is observed in body movements, speech and reaction time. Point number 6, fatigue. 
A loss of energy and chronic feeling of fatigue stays with you throughout the day. Feeling tired most of the day also affects your functionality. Point number seven, feelings of worthlessness or guilt. When people deal with grief, they show similar symptoms. But the sense of worthlessness is very, very specific to depression. The sense of guilt can actually make you feel delusional. Point number eight, difficulty in concentration. Point number nine, recurrent thoughts of death. An individual with major depression may think about suicide, may make attempts to do that or create specific plans to kill himself or herself. Now the question is how to diagnose depression. If you show four to five signs of the nine things I just mentioned to you, then please do not ignore the symptoms. Dig deeper. So graphological indicator. There is one specific trait in your writing that depicts whether you are clinically depressed or walking closer to it. So let's start with an unruled sheet of paper, a blank paper or a photocopy paper. Make sure you write a paragraph of 10 to 12 lines spontaneously. Do not copy. You can write it in any language. You can write absolutely anything that you feel like. Now, once you're done, hold the paper at a distance. Look at the imaginary lines formed below your writing. Some handwritings will go up, some will become wavy, some will remain straight. But if the baseline or that imaginary line is drooping downwards, which means if your handwriting feels as if it is falling off, then that is one of the very, very significant indicator of depression. You know, it may seem very, very simple, but I have checked this trait and checked the symptoms with people and have found so many people walking very, very close to depression. It's a quick test. The second way to diagnose is to take a test. There are three questionnaires I'm mentioning in today's Friday Fun Sheet. Take a look, go on those links and check it out for yourself. Please remember that clinical depression requires medical attention and treatment like any other physical illness. It has nothing to do with who you are, how strong or sane you are. People get depressed post-pregnancy or with incorrect lifestyles due to unhealthy emotional and physical habits. So there is nothing personal about it. But if you have the symptoms and if you don't do anything about it, then there is a challenge. Here are some ways that can help you cope up with depression even better along with your treatment. First, build a support network. One of the most important things you can do to help yourself with depression, other than medication and therapy, of course, is to develop strong social support. Reach out to people you trust or people you can speak with. In the episode number 30 of Absolutely Right, I've spoken about how to help a friend suffering from depression. So share that resource with your support system. Point number two, reduce your stress. Easier said than done. I totally agree. When you're under stress, your body produces more of a hormone called cortisol. In the short term, it is a good thing because it gears you up and helps you cope up with the stress at hand. But over a long run, it is really, really harmful and it creates many problems, including depression. Find out techniques that can help you cope up with your stress better. We got to break the cycle. Point number three, improve your sleep hygiene. Sleep and mood are intimately related. In a study done in 2014, more than 80% of people with major depression disorder experienced sleep disturbances. Good sleep hygiene could be a key to improve the quality and quantity of your sleep. 
Most people suggest that you can switch off your electronic devices one hour before you go to bed. Try it out. Point number four, improve your eating habits. Research continues to find the clear link between your diet and your mental health. Ayurveda can really help you create a balanced diet. For example, in my case, I did not know I'm not supposed to eat bitter things, which I love. Black coffee, dark chocolate, even karela or bitter god. But the bitter taste was not suitable for me and it created lots of physical and emotional challenges for me. So observe what you eat and observe how you feel after that. Point number five, learn how to stop negative thoughts. I know in this case, you would say if I would have known that, I don't think I would have felt the way I do. I agree. But depression actually thrives on negative thinking. Changing the cycle of negative thinking is crucial to the process. So try journaling. See where your thoughts are going all over the place. In the lockdown, we created a 21-day free anti-anxiety journaling workshop, a process created for you to use your own writing to become therapeutic. So if you haven't tried it yet, it's a good time to look at it. Point number six, beat procrastination. The symptoms of depression, such as fatigue and difficulty in concentrating, make procrastination really, really tempting. Putting things off fuels depression. So it's like a vicious cycle. It can lead to increased guilt, worry and stress. So the hack here is to take small steps. Make sure you just do one thing at a time. Just make your bed. Just make breakfast. Smaller steps, a step at a time. But make sure that you complete whatever you start. Point number seven. Get a handle on your household chores. Depression can make it difficult to complete everyday things. Doing dishes, paying bills... Small things like that can become extremely challenging. But at the same time, a pile of paperwork, the pending sense of to-do list, the stack of dirty dishes and a floor covered with dirty clothes will only magnify your feeling of worthlessness. So take control. Make sure that you take smaller tasks and complete them. Point number eight, create a wellness toolbox. A toolbox that you can use to soothe yourself when you're feeling down. The tools that you can find most useful when you are worked up. These tools might not work for other people. So it's important that you pick the list very carefully. For example, cuddling your pet, listening to your favorite music, taking a warm bath or reading your favorite book. The list can be anything. But create a list of activities that you might try when you're feeling bad. Most people can't think of these options when they're actually feeling sad. So creating a list in advance and taking yourself in that direction can come handy when you really, really feel stuck. Point number nine, grounding technique of walking barefoot in the park. This is my go-to tool. You do your research. It's important that you understand the technique properly. Every time I feel low, sad, irritable, repetitively as a pattern, I walk barefoot in the park at least for 30 to 40 minutes. I listen to my podcast mostly there. Make sure that you do a prolonged contact, physical contact with grass or mud. There are many research papers on this topic. Point number 10. My favorite. Use graphotherapy. Graphotherapy can work on specific areas without too much of confrontation. I've seen so many people using graphotherapy as a support tool while recovering from depression. It's a research technique based on mind-body correlation. 
some specific micro movements in the writing can create tremendous impact on dealing with depression or any behavioral change give it a shot thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of absolutely right i would like to know what were your takeaways from today's episode what small action will you be taking today to improve something in your life write to me on my instagram account at aditi sarana if you like this podcast then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on ivm network You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. Our handles are at IVM podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So let's connect on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing. I hope you enjoyed that show. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Paytm Money and Intel. really really fun week and i think that you guys should definitely check out some of the stuff we did so we had shifa matra who is the host of the show smile india on the paperback podcast really fun thing on edges and sledges our host uh, had an episode just amongst themselves no guests this time really fun show with lots of cool banter i think you'll enjoy that quite a bit on storytellers and story sellers vinith had shristi bell on shristi is the head of netflix in india and i think you'll really enjoy that conversation as well also do check out uncle please sit joel and tushar had anuya chatakar on anuya hosts the popular youtube channel books on toast and don't forget others of your old favorites like the habit coach football shortball all things policy all of them are doing a great job during this pandemic and you should definitely check them out and with that we hope to see you again next week Advertising is dead. Yep, you heard me right. Advertising is dead. We're all in the content business now. Let's not call it news, TV, radio, etc., etc. It's all content, and we're in the middle of this weirdly exciting phase where all the borders and lines that have been drawn over decades has been swept away by this lovely thing called the internet. We're a show where we don't dwell on just the stuff that is now, but rather the wider stuff about advertising, media, content, and the whole goddamn circus surrounding it. Tune in every Tuesday for our weekly unboxing of the mystery box we used to call advertising. I'm Varun Dugirala, co-founder and content chief at The Glitch, and this is my new podcast, Advertising is Dead. <laughs>